Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about how you probably shouldn't be answering all your kids' questions. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hey, welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about how you probably shouldn't be answering all your kids' questions. What prompted this? Uh, I start a lot of these podcasts with that, and, and the, what prompted this for me was I just got introduced to a gentleman. I was talking to his wife. I gave her a copy of the book, uh, my book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, and she goes, oh, this is great. My husband's been wanting to write a book. She goes, he's a video guy, he's a videographer, so he has a lot of YouTube videos, and He's edited a lot of stuff, but there's so many great lessons in these videos that they wanted to compile it into a book and put that out uh, for consumption. And I said, do me a favor. I gave her my address, my email address. I said, can you send it to me? I would love to check that out. So I'm watching through these videos, and the one that I just watched, uh, this gentleman says, one of the greatest gifts my father gave me when he had passed away. He goes, and, and I don't know that he meant to do this, but he wouldn't ever answer questions. He always said, hey, you need to think about it. Ponder on it. Or he would ask questions so that I learned to think for myself and oftentimes critically think. And as I was listening to this, I said, I think that's one of the greatest gifts my own mother gave me. Well, she never answered any questions that I ever asked. Uh, she would always say, at the youngest of ages, Mom, why is the sky blue? I don't know. Well, what do you think? I don't know. Maybe, well, water's blue. Is it? I think it's clear. Yeah, but if you look at the ocean or you look at the earth, the picture, it's blue. Oh, so why is the sky blue? I, you know, she goes, you're on the right track. And if anybody knows anything, or at least this is my own answer, I don't know if I had researched it somewhere, but the reflection of the sun's rays off the ocean project that the sky to be blue. And, but she would ask if, and she would always ponder whether or not I was in the right direction. And she would always encourage me. She's like, oh, that's a great way of thinking about it. And if I was right, she would encourage the right. If I wasn't right, she would let me know that it was great that I thought that way, that thinking differently was good. And then she may offer or correct or give me a resource as a child. Uh, I'm dating myself here. Uh, some millennials, some people 20 years younger than I am, 
uh, maybe even 15 years younger than I am, never even seen one of these, but an encyclopedia. We had an encyclopedia in our house. And my mom's often referenced and she would say, why don't you go and check it out in the encyclopedia? If I need to learn how to spell a word, why don't you look it up in a dictionary? She always gave me the resource or asked me a question that would lead me to the answer, but she never answered the question. So regardless of religious beliefs, spirituality beliefs, regardless of what your faith is or is not, whether you're an atheist, it doesn't matter. If you read the Bible at any point, you don't need to be a Christian or a Catholic or anything like that to read the Bible. It's an absolutely amazing book. It was written over 1,500 years. Uh, has over 40 authors. And they compiled it for a reason. But in the book, the Bible, specifically in the New Testament, you have this character called Jesus, if you guys haven't ever heard of him. And this gentleman, considered to be one of the greatest people ever to live on this earth, if you choose to believe that, he, when asked questions directly, and, and somebody told me this number not too long ago, and I, I don't recall the exact number, but I think there's like 300-some-odd questions that were directly asked to Jesus. And he answered only three of those questions. The rest of them he answered with other questions. And I think it's something like 700. He, he answered the 300 questions with over 700 questions. If you notice when I went through my example of my mom, I would say, what do, you, what do you think? What is your thought process? It's not just, what do you think? What is your thought process? How did you come to that conclusion? So as people are answering, you continue to ask them more questions. So this gentleman in his video said it was one of the greatest gifts he's ever given by his father because it got him to critically think or think for himself I agree that it's one of the greatest gifts my own mom gave me and if you look a little bit deeper and go to the Bible it's one of the greatest gifts that Jesus gave us as human beings if you choose to read that book which is don't answer questions allow people to come to their own conclusions so I often see parents. See, I don't know jack about parenting, but all that makes a lot of sense to me. If a, a perfectly strange man on YouTube said that's the greatest gift he's given, I agree that it's one of the greatest gifts my mother's given me. And they wrote a book around Jesus called the Bible. And he is considered to be the, the only human who has ever lived who hasn't sinned. And this is how he conducted his business. I don't need to know Jack about parenting to know that it makes sense not to answer our children's questions, but to allow them to think for themselves. One of the favorite chapters, as people read my book that they share with me, is chapter 13. And chapter 13 is basically uh, never say no. For those of you on YouTube, you can see that. 
for those of you not, I basically said never tell your kids no. Give them options. Give them choices. Why? One, so you yourself can critically think as a parent. But number two, so your kid starts to learn to make choices for themselves. When you say no, there's no thinking. When you tell them no, there's no options. When you tell them no, you give them no freedom of choice. And then they start to rebel because they want the very thing that you wouldn't give them. I talk about it in I don't know how many podcasts about you need to give your kid choices. You need to give them options. Don't tell them no. The specific story in the book, and if you want your own copy, you go to be the dead you wish you had dot com forward slash free book and order your copy and we'll get that out as soon as possible but the story that i reference here is my son was in a department store with me he wanted a particular toy he says can i have it i said yes you can if you want it badly enough and it was in october if you want it badly enough you remind daddy one month from now four weeks from now and if you remind me we could come pick it up or you could take one of the things off your christmas list that you just started to prepare mentally and we're going to write down here in the near future and you can have santa bring it you choose which one you want now i didn't tell my child no i taught him to critically think see the fortunate thing is i don't have to tell my children no i give them options because I give them options, they either choose one of those options or in this particular case, guess what? He never got that toy because he didn't remind me nor did he put it on his Christmas list. But you know how many times the world is going to tell your kids no? Plenty. We don't need to be doing it as parents. So when your kids ask you questions, ask them questions back. If your kids want things, don't tell them no. Dad, can I have? The answer is no. What if you say, what do you need it for? Why do you want that? What benefit does it bring? Are you willing to wait a week in order to get it? So you're asking questions. They ask you questions, ask them questions back so that they can start to understand how the world works. I find it interesting that my seven-year-old wants to know how much the mortgage is how much a car payment is how much mcdonald's is how much it is to go out to dinner how much the electric bill is why because there's a heightened awareness in this house of what things cost because he's always asking for things and i say things cost money so now he wants to know what everything costs and as he starts to add it up in his head he's like how much money do you and mommy make which is another great question. And my response to him is enough. Enough for us. Enough for all the things you like. Enough for us to be able to help others who don't have enough. So just because we have doesn't mean we need to consume. We need to use what we have to help others because we're blessed and fortunate. We're blessed and fortunate because... We've had the ability of people in our lives to teach us to critically think. And because we could critically think, we're able to get jobs that we could afford certain things. So parents, teach your kids to critically think. Stop 
answering all their damn questions and give them the opportunity to think or give them a resource where they have to go access it. And today is an easier day than when I had an encyclopedia. We have this beautiful thing called Google. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to bethedadyouwishyouhad.com now and get it while it's free.